Hallelujah. On Thursday, we began a journey as uh, the Lord laid upon the life of a servant to lead all of us. This is our month of creativity. Amen. And we, we are saying that we are creating our world. Amen. And so, being a man of creativity, there are very important things that we need to look at and talk about it. And on Thursday, uh, we did a little foundational teaching where we looked at the fact that we were created in the image of God and in God's likeness. And that when you talk about the total man, the total man is made up of the spirit, the soul, and the body. I will encourage you to get to our podcast and listen to that Thursday's message. Because we took our time to look at it, even though we didn't finish. But we took our time to do a lot of things. So that I can be able to focus on what I have to share with you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And so we said the total man is spirit, his soul, and his body. So he is a spirit, he has a soul, and lives in a body. We came to understand that God intentionally made us like that. And so when you say somebody is whole, or a total person, the person, or the human being, is called a human being, he is a spirit, he has a soul, and then he lives in a body. We came to understand again, too, that with the spirit, you are able to interact with, with, with God and the spirit world. And then with the soul, your spirit is able to interact with your body. And then with the body, you are able to interact with the material world. That was why in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, God formed man from the dust of the ground, from tangible things. So that from the tangible part of you, the touching part of you, you can touch things that must be touched. So with the body, you interact with this world. And we made a very, God made us make a very profound statement. Reason why casting out devils is one of the cheapest work of a Christian. Somebody saying, it's my, how can that be cheap? Yes, it's the cheapest. It's the cheapest. The hardest thing for many Christians is giving. Yeah. But it's the cheapest. Why? The only thing that qualifies any being to live in this earth is body. That's why it is called earthen vessel. So it takes an earthen vessel to live in this earthen compound. You don't have it, you're not qualified here. We have every right to sack you. So the next time you go to your village and you perceive somebody, it's a wrong content, sack the person. It's a simple thing, just say in the name of Jesus, get out. If I feel like don't you mention Jesus. Just say, I stand in my authority. Get out of here. And it has to go. Praise God. Now we came to understand that when we look at the soul, the soul, there is a component in the soul that is so powerful and so important. And it is that aspect called the mind. The mind. Ajeneno. <laughs> Now, the mind is the unseen of the brain. The brain is the container, in quotes, of the mind. But the mind is in the soul. 
When we say mind, it's not those nice spaghetti thing you see there. If they open your skull, you see your brain, you, you, you'll be humble in life. It's like snakes, it's like spark. Your whole brain, as fine as you're looking, as handsome as you're looking, if they remove the skull, look at you, it's a spark, indomie, that makes up that place, that whole place. You see how wise God is? God made sure he gave a certain case to this expensive gadget. And that case is the skull. And then you have the brain. But interesting, the mind functions with the brain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I think it's more dangerous to have a mind tumor than a brain tumor. Are you with me? If your brain has a problem, but your mind doesn't have a problem, you can heal your brain. That's how powerful this. That's why you see somebody, you know, they say anybody has brains, but Jimmy and also. The mind is so powerful. The mind is so powerful. Hallelujah. So powerful. It is so, so powerful. It's so powerful that in Proverbs 23, verse 7, the Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So no matter the prophecy you give to the person, nothing can change about that person. The person is set. The mind is so powerful. So Paul said that be ye transformed by the renewing of what? Your mind. Can I hear that? Be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. Say with me, I can't be transformed until my mind is renewed. One more time I say, I can't be transformed until my mind is renewed. For the last I say, I can't be transformed until my mind is renewed. Hallelujah. I had a testimony where a, a, a woman went to meet an amazing prophet. The man is so accurate. His prophecy is so accurate. You know, and to meet that man, it takes a lot to meet that man. The protocol you go to about, about five secretaries before you meet the man. And he's on high demand. So this woman was having issues in her life, her family, her business, and she felt that there is something wrong somewhere. So she needs a prophet, you know, to help her out. She struggled uh, when it got to attend the, the PA said, Oh, that is tired, so go. She found many ways to meet the man. But one day the man was going somewhere, they had to pass through the market, and that market was where this woman was selling. So when the man was passing, his tie had a problem, so they had to stop the car and try to fix the tie. The woman quickly went, took opportunity of that, and then narrated her story. And the man began to speak and began to talk, began to talk, began to talk, and we're all on point. Just when he was about to tell the woman the wisdom part of the prophecy, the tie was fixed, so he had to move. So the woman now took the prophecy. Having not received instructions and acted on it. And the prophecy was about the fact that the woman was about the mother had something to do with what was happening to her. And it was true. But the wisdom part was also going to help her know what to do. Says so that he doesn't des destroy her home. Now there are many of us that receive prophecies. And when we receive it, we are okay. Don't be okay. When you receive a prophecy, don't be okay. Be only okay when you receive instructions of the prophecy. Prophecy is a product given to you. You need the instructions to make use of the prophecy. It is possible that indeed, 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 maybe your auntie is the reason. But the wisdom dimension 
is what will tell you that she is not the person but the devil behind her they can know what to do is i with me hallelujah so the mind is so powerful so no matter the prophecy you receive if your mind has not been renewed you can never walk in that prophecy you can never walk in it how come we say that africa is poor yet people come from outside africa and make money they take it right from here it all has to do a lot more with our minds now the bible says that as a man thinketh so is he now there's an aspect in the mind that makes the mind so dangerous is the ability of a man's mind to see thoughts the ability for you to see pictures in your mind it is called imagination now when we are talking about creativity all right is creativity that will make you unique in your generation if you're going to make an impact in life which is the reason for this man's team all right of creativity then you must understand that there's the place of imagination now let's put it this way all of us are sitting here today and we are wearing or having something that portrays somebody's creativity the clothes you're wearing somebody's creativity is what you're wearing the reason we'll spend money and buy something because the person's creativity is appealing to us everybody wants something unique that when you have nobody has it that's what creativity does when you are not creative you are usual when you are usual you never stand out so in business in ministry in fact creativity in marriage is called romance everybody doing everything the same way there's no uniqueness you can't stand out so it's creativity that makes you different creativity makes you different it makes you a leader it makes you stand out the world chase you because you are different in what you do why will clubs pay so much money to have good players because they are creative on the field and you see when you are creative what that means is that you see possibilities where nobody sees and that's why the world will pay you for that what can't be done you don't know it everything can be done to the creative everything can be done so you see a player like maybe Lionel Messi you know or there are some young players that are coming up now that no matter how tough the match is no matter how difficult it is to penetrate the defense of an opponent they will pass through if they don't pass through they'll find a way to score and men pay huge sums of money for creative people why are uh, there's this woman that does cake my wife made me look at her she does cakes it's cake cake what what is cake for for eating but by creativity now cake is only for eating no for taking photo and it shows people's prestige their money they have cake that people are eating you eat and the next day it's gone somebody's creativity 
has made it said that you don't even want to eat the cake because the cake is too creative for you to eat it. Are you with me? Oh, sometimes you dress and you are wearing somebody. Not a clothes, you're wearing somebody. There are some kind of cars that when you have, people know that you are there. There are some kind of suits you wear. Because as soon as you wear and you, you do like this and it opens. Those that know, they know. Say, child, that guy. He's wearing somebody's creativity. People love to be around creativity. Now, when, when um, this church came, say them on this game. Now, when, when, see, even if you don't want to go to church, <laughs> you don't want to go to church. When you get to the entrance of the church and you pass the corridor, the AC that will blow on you. You don't have AC at home, so Charlie, you want to be at the church where there's AC. So the world runs under creativity. But you see, creativity is a product of imagination. Imagination. Now, I want you to understand that God is not a partial God. God doesn't have favorites. The Bible says in the beginning, God created man. So people of God, God created man and God put in every man what must be in every man. There's no one that is was specially created. So this one here was created on the ninth day. This one, the brain is different. Like how the world has made you and I to think that this one is IQ is this. Who created the IQ? The IQ assessment. Who did it? A man. So that man at his level of thinking created something to measure everybody not beyond him but below him so they tell us that we have not used even 10% of our brains and that all that we have seen so far all the uh, the planes the 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 airspace stuff all those things happening they said it's just 10% of our brain 10% of our brain people of God if that is true then God must be crying that God made human beings gave us 100% capacity and since the day man was made according to man till date all we have used is 10% and they say even the 10% everybody no 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 everybody about 4 or 5 will be so the rest of us there nothing is happening but this man what do you understand this man what do you understand this man what do you understand something that when you are barakashitona mara, you are charging the ninety percent. Now, now what I'm telling you, I'm not speaking. See, God is speaking to us. Amen. Make up your mind from today that there's something you're about to do. The world has not seen before. So every man has equal brain. But you see. Our educational system has made us think that there are those who are first class, those who are second class upper, those who are second class lower, those who are third class, those who are past, those that their name Cradier. Oh, they tell you, you are the A plus, the extinction, you are sharp. And that same sharp person. The swiftness to foolishness is amazing. It's, it's smoother 
than the best road in the world. He said, Seamless moves from Yasa to Jimmy. Forward. You wonder why. The guy they said that is not brilliant, cannot do, um, cannot do what they call it, mechanical engineering. I said, What bong? What do you not general? A cubensio in a gumo. Well, Jimmy, 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 and the school, the old Kobe, Uncle Sia at the pump, and now said, Uncle Sia, Vita. Then they take this boy who could not solve a mathematical situation, could not solve algebra, which you solved, you, you solved, and you have gone to do first and second degree. Eh? And this guy goes to a place, and for one year, one year, one year, the guy is talking to machines. Then you have spent four years doing the same thing. And then you now go to a professional school to be chartered. But that guy that was said to be a dollar in one year, you bring your car. He listens. See us later. See us later. We're in our share. And truly, I see. <laughs> and then he does it and it works. The most shameful part is that that owner of the car is a professor of engineering. Because of that, man by herself have limited men. Some of you here look down on yourself. I don't have a degree, I can't speak English. China, they are not speaking English. Russia, they are not speaking English. Ukraine, they are not speaking English. Malaysia, they are not speaking English. English is not the standard of intelligence. It's only that all men, we can communicate. We've all agreed, okay, let's communicate on this level. And there's other languages that are there. But that should not limit you. God didn't create to speak English. No. God made man. And he said he was good. So everybody have the same brain. Hear from me today. Everybody have the same brain. Obian Jimmy. So the same Einstein that imagined and created. Bill Gates imagined and created. You have the same capacity. But you see something. Because you have not been told you have the same capacity, that's why you are where you are. But in this month, the Lord is going to is going to mine this mine. Oh, do you hear that? He's going to mine this mine. This this treasure house. Ah, Demahaya. He will bring it out. 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 I see nations come to you, and they are coming to take what you have created. If you can shout amen three times, I'll be happy. Come on! Come on! Please sit down small. People of God, we're created like God. God is a creator. Therefore, you are a creator. For a dog cannot give birth to a cow. Neither can a cow give birth to a chimpanzee. So God gives birth to God's. Psalm 82 verse 5 and 6. See, are gods. John chapter um, 10. I think verse 38 there about. He said 35. He said, he called them gods. 
unto whom that the word of God came. Like beget like. I said he's about to give birth. There's no how we will not see that he's responsible for that baby. Because something about the baby will be, uh, will be coming from him. Have you seen Pastor Stanley's son? He doesn't have any choice. You know. When you see his eyes, you know, that doesn't matter. There's something about the man in the child. Now, if as human beings, we give birth and there's a proof that this is our parent, how can God give birth and you give birth to dogs? No. God gives birth to gods. So it's not, it's, not, it's not abnormality or it's not blasphemous for me to say I'm a god. What it means is that there's something in God in me and one of the things in God that is in you is creativity. Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 3 says, For by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Let's read, let's read it. Hebrews 11 verse 3. It says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. That's creativity. Genesis chapter number, number 1 verse 1. It says, In the beginning God created the word created is a Hebrew word called bara. Bara means to bring into existence from that does not exist. To bring into existence from that which does not exist. Now, people of God, this, this, this chair that I'm holding right now, all right, it was made, not created, from the context of what you're reading. Why am I saying so? The materials that brings this, we're all seen. They can be seen. They exist. And they put them together. They assemble together. They have an idea. They now use this one to put it together. But this is what it means to create in God's context. In Genesis 1. It means that you don't see this thing. It's not there. There's nothing about the material. The materials are not available. And then God looks and says, Chair, be! Boom! Then that comes. That's creation. So it never existed. But God brings it to being. So, so in verse number three, the Bible says that God said, that New King James, the King James says, God said, let there be light. But the original says that light be. Light be. So wherever you read and you see, let there be, the statement was be, 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 be. Be, I speak to somebody, be, 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 be. Be what God has ordained, be, be. I see, before God could say be, that be was in existence in his mind. But to us, it wasn't. To the angels, it wasn't. It was only present in God. Are you following me? So, how, how do you let something be that you don't even know about? You get it? So to God, he's seeing light. That's what I could say. Light be. God is seeing lions, chimpanzees. He's seeing goats, dogs, cats, tilapia. Big feet. He's seen it, but no one sees it. And he says, be. So it means that when God says be, they are birthed from his mind.
something in Ghana. Somebody can be there, there's somebody who starts something new. Oh, everybody will follow. Everybody will follow. Then they'll follow and they'll spoil it. Then you make money again. All right? And then somebody will come and nothing again. Now, see bottle water, have the bottle water. We have Verna. We have, there are many that we don't even know the names. All kinds of bottle water from different places. They said it's, 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 it's um, purified water. Uh, how can we tell? Uber came, everybody's in Uber. But I prophesied to you in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord is going to so work on us that you, you, you chart a course and only you'll be there. You'll be a leader in the name of Jesus. Now hear me. Leadership is not rulership over people. Oh, sit down small. Leadership is not rulership over people. No. Leadership is discovery. And you are the caretaker of that discovery. Because of the men are following the discovery. Because of you. You get that. Man was not made to be ruled by men. That is why men rebel when they see somebody trying to lord themselves over them. But beyond pensions, what? boy He said, We all are gods. He didn't say that some of you are small gods, others are big gods, so they must rule over you. Please are you with me? Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. And that's why some wives will fight their husband. Because their husband don't have the common sense to know that they are not, they are not husbands as lord over their wives, but their partners. But by reason of spiritual understanding, everybody knows their role and stays in their function. Please, are you with me? So leadership, so let's, let's look at it. Look at, look at Steve Jobs. Now it's like virtually every um, phone company is, is really fighting so hard to stay in the competition. So when they release uh, iPhone 13 Pro Max, Samsung 2 come, psh, bring their own. Then Huawei, psh, they all come. Psh. One man was able to understand even his fallen nature that he has a gift called imagination. That if he can imagine it, he can get it done. Because of that, he's a leader. Now, if somebody wants a good gadget to do something, they will call, um, you know, Apple products. At the time Apple came with um, iPods, there was no, they've always been ahead. So, creativity, coming from imagination, makes you always lead. You're always ahead. In the field that God has called you to be in, you're always ahead. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Creativity is a product of what? Imagination. What? Imagination. What is imagination? Imagination simply is the ability for you to think or see your thoughts in pictures. Alright. Lion! What came to you? You didn't hear lion, you saw lion. You saw lion in your brains. Hello? Because you were told... When you were in kindergarten, they showed you a picture of something. And they said, this thing is called lion. None of us argued. How about if you were lying? And they told you, this thing, if it catches you, you are gone. 
So serious that somebody has tigers as pets, the whole community is angry. With me. Aeroplane. That's what came to your mind. Oh, you don't have to miss any weekday service. Oh. We have to break this thing down. So, when you are spoken to, you actually see the words as pictures. Now, depending on how well you know those words in pictures, it will show in your attitude. Shout to myself. Hallelujah. Like a doctor comes here. Maybe somebody is not feeling well. You're to hospital. Doc, what's happening? Then he starts using those their things. Those their things. No one comes out here and We ask the doctor, can you speak in plain language? The man now says, this person has cancer. They go like, oh! Now, your oh was because of your thoughts about that thing called cancer, what it does, then you begin to have pictures of people that shrank, that died. That's what made them. Oh, now imagine. Ah, he's not using the word here now. Imagine. Now imagine that you have so soaked your thinking in the possibility of God to squeeze cancer and kill it, and you have seen Him do it. When a doctor says. She has cancer. Go like <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Do you get an idea? Because in your in your imagination, the pictures of healing are more than the pictures of death. We are we are coming. We are climbing most more, but time is most up. That's we must come weekday service. Are you following me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of our very dear ones, I think I've shared this story here before. So she works in a very, you know, some nice place. And they meet a lot of, uh, their boss deals a lot of, you know, big people, as we say. But one day, one of the big men came to the office and she is the PA to the big man there. The man assumed that she should know him. So the man just even greet her and open the door and entered. It's a man we all know. He owns next two. So he entered. Then this our daughter just told him, Sir, you can't enter, please. <laughs> then the man said, Do you know me? Say, that does not withstand you. You are supposed to talk to me first. For me to ask him if he's available before you go. You don't just pass by me and go. Shocked. They allowed the man to enter. So later, his colleague said, Do you know that man? He said, Who? Japan. Who is he? He doesn't know him. So you see, her ignorance about the man helped her, he listened carefully, to enforce the right thing regardless who you are. <laughs> later, the man became her friend. When he comes, you ask, please, is boss there? He said, yeah, he's there, he can't go. <laughs> but maybe if you were the one there that knew him, you'd have gone like, oh, yes, sir. Oh, oh, go, 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 sir, go. What am I trying to say? 
the knowledge of the man communicates you pictures of what the man can do and the things he can say and how it can affect the job you're having because of that it now influences that's why i keep saying that if you and i truly have encounter with god during worship in church you need anybody to tell to lift your hands because you know who you are standing before the fact that the fact that your attitude in church is not as expected from scriptures it shows how far your pictures are about where you are I know we are all grateful for life all of us here but I can tell you the truth that if a car knocked you down lifted you you landed on the floor everybody shouted Wahoo! and you got up let that happen to you you know what you do no opening prayer will tell to thank God you will need that oh God oh God oh God thank you thank you the ability to see in pictures imagination can also be seen as being able to create a vision for yourself Why is my so powerful? Give us Genesis chapter number 11 and verse number 5 and 6. Genesis chapter number 11 verse 5 and 6. I hope we are being blessed. I, I pray for us that the Lord God will, 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 oh Jesus, will touch our imaginations. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. Verse number six. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one. You see? Okay, let's, let's, let's continue. And they all have one language. You know what? Give me King James. There's a reason I want King James. Don't give me a new King James. Good. <laughs> you see, the King James said, oh, This is well. Look at the brofu here. In our current English, is wrong, but it's coming spiritual truth. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. New King James was all mad, but that's not it. It's one. That's what God is saying. Huh? And they have one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will restrain them from that which, or will restrain them, which they have imagined to do. In fact, to God, imagination is manifestation. So God said something, Jesus Christ will tell us that, that when a man, if I, when, when, you, when you Google and you're looking for scriptures on imagination in the Bible, that scripture comes. That when a man sees a woman and last after her, in his mind, he not finish. So my dear sisters, there are some of you walking around, you're actually pregnant. You are Marys. Some of you have 10 children you don't even know. Oh. Some of the men here, they say, oh, I'm a single man. Oh, I'm a single man. What your eyes hate is the woman 
whose Barclays Bank shakes. Yes. Then your whole eyes are before God. God said, Oh, angels, come and see how he has a bring that lady. Imagination. Now, this is very interesting. God Himself came amongst men. Men had a project that they had imagined. God said, Nothing can stop them from what they have imagined. Nothing can stop them. <laughs> The only way God could stop it was to change the imagination. Okay, Ziegler, I thought he was the one that made this statement, but I found out he's not the one that made it. It's a different author that said that the greatest nation in the world is imagination. But look at the word imagination carefully. You see two words in there. You can see image and nation. Your ability to walk in your seasons has a lot to do with your imagination. Because check the word image. I, I love to play around words. You don't find it in dictionary, you find it only in me. When I look at the word image, I see I am of age. Oh God, help us. And that is why, people of God. It's so important you allow God's word abide in Why? Because from the backgrounds of us are coming from, it's difficult for us to, to see well. What I'm trying to say is that people of God, God has given us images to the point that as a believer, you don't even need God has given the gifts for the education of the church. What I'm trying to say is this. You might not even need a prophet to tell you, I see your future. You can see the future. When you pick the word of God, everything of Christ in that word is how you are. Let me give a simple example. Like, you know, when I was a single man, I kept reading the Bible, reading the Bible. One day I, I found out, no. In God's program, that we marry and fight, and we marry, and the marriage is not sweet. That it has to take you three years before you start seeing how it is. And then the, the longer it lasts, you lose. At, at, at. When I, I kept looking, so you know what? I as I kept looking to the law of liberty, as I kept beholding him as in a glass, I began to picture a home that is possible that myself and my wife. Our love gets deeper and stronger as we are growing of age. That's what my eyes were seeing. I kept seeing it because I was seeing it. I was saying it. I was seeing it. I was saying it. Then I, I was behaving it. Lester Summer said that imagination is intentional and it's work. Time will permit me to look at to let you know that there is negative imagination and positive imagination. Of course, you should know that. I don't know if I've done this before, but as as a, I think a teenager, was I a teenager? A little boy. 
Somebody does something to me. And I know there and there, no, we can't fight, and uh, I'll win. I'll leave it. I'll talk. But I'm not talking. That means I have finished. I'm not going to imagine what I can do. <laughs> a little boy, one day, a young man just kept bullying me. I won't talk. One day, we're playing football in the area. I don't know what the guy wanted to achieve, but he had blade in his hand. And he had put the blade in a plantain, you know. So at the point, he tried to throw the thing, tried to cut me. Then I, by mercy, it fell down. I picked it. I didn't throw it immediately. You have to imagine. How can I throw this thing that this thing get the guy where she get him. My wife looked at him uh, and I used to like a lot of movies. I used to like cartoons. I like, you know, I like the Chinese movies a lot. And you see, you might think those things doesn't have effect on you. It does. It does. It's the reason why sometimes I just can't walk into a place and just be ignorant. I can't just walk in a place and just be simple-minded. No. Not at all. Not at all. As I preach, I'm looking at your faces. Not because... I have to look at your face. As I'm looking at you, I'm checking if you are listening to me. I'm also asking my, I'm observing you, keeping data in me. One day, when I have talked about some things, I can tell that this is why you are like this and that and that. All of it is part of it. So, these eyes are for data collection. If we know how God has made us, we will not look down on ourselves. We are, we are, we are dangerous, you and I sitting here, human beings. We are the, see, we are so sophisticated that even angels are asking questions that, that, that who is man that you are mindful of? Who is man? Because they, I don't know, we are fragile, but we are so intelligent. So living a, uh, you know, a naive lifestyle doesn't make sense. And that day I didn't know when he bounced on me and he know he was bigger than me, so I could not do anything. And so he ended up doing the thing. A thing, yeah, you are a fool. No, you are a fool. Because if you're observant, you would have seen it a long time before now. God made you that intelligent. Stop giving excuses. Oh, you know, Pastor, um, you know, I didn't grow up with my father. I don't even know who, I don't even, I, I, I've never seen him before. Um, I, I didn't grow up with my mother. It was my aunties, and they, they know they maltreated me. And so that's why, personally, I don't trust anybody in this world. Well, yeah, then here, can When you do something, we're talking about it, like, no, you know, you know, that's how I am. That's how I was made. Who told you that's how you were made? Hallelujah. So I'm sure that all of us have testimony of how, you know, you, at times you imagine evil and you communicated it. That same thing is what you do for good. So you are, you are a fashion designer. I would say there's a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty. Even you understand it. So while you are praying, while you are praying, you have sent your creative ability, which is your imagination, to a supernatural incubator where you are being, you are downloading data from God's cloud. Oh, shut up. Oh, I wish all of you uh, love IT the way I love IT. How many of you love IT? How many of you have your 
you have your information saved on um, Gmail and all those things. Google, um, um, what is it? Uh, cloud, that's for iPhone, and what is it for? Android. Drive, Google Drive. Yeah, and then Microsoft is, uh, you have a name, Outlook or something. What? OneDrive. Now, so, you, you have the information here, and then you upload it to the cloud. They say it's called the cloud. You see how men think? How does it ring? The sun shines. It's evaporation. It goes, the, the, the water here goes up. Then when it's full, it downloads. Somebody sat down with <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. Every employee here, don't work as an employee. Work as a creator. What did I say? Men kokase me buy eno sa na me eno ti sa na me eno. You are not made like that. You are meant to be progressive. You are meant to be dynamic. And all these functions with creativity, your imagination. There is something that is lacking in the marketing world. If you can understand this, that you have a creative force, and begin to. I think I stop what they have imagined. No, yes, this morning I was awake doing some work, and the brother working on our video for our new release sent me. He sent message. He's like, sir, too many ideas come in my head. This is a blessing. So send me a check Send me a trailer, and I was watching. I was watching it, and then my mind went to 13 years ago, 14 years ago, when I pictured in my mind the time was going to come that I'll have 3,000 people more gathered in one place, and I'll lead them into the presence of God. That the power of God be so strong, and then here am I seeing it. Something I saw. A man, a believer whose imagination is working. You are only surprised of the excess God does, not surprised of where you are. And you see, when you are using imagination, you live differently. You conduct yourself differently. In fact, let me put it this way. Your imagination is your vision. Paint a picture of your future from the scripture. Let it control your life now. In accountancy, some years ago, accounting was known to be very rigid. That's the truth. We were very rigid. We don't. We don't. Mm -mm -mm. We not part of the um, uh, management company, management board. No, I was to produce you, work on the figures, get the figures of it, and go and do a meeting. But now, no, no, accounting is dynamic. Yeah. Now we are part of the decision making process. We are part of the planning. We are part of the future designing. We are part of it. Say we, yeah, they are part of it. <laughs> Hallelujah, amen. Please, Thursday, don't miss the teaching service. There's something more we have to talk about. Don't think that creativity is just for only those who are, you know, uh, creating like what we call creating things, it's for everything. 
Imagination is powerful. Start, start seeing differently. Start seeing yourself differently. Let me end with this. That this is the reason why sometimes you have to change your association. I was telling some brethren a story of a, a, a testimony that just got to me recently about a lady. <laughs> when I shared that, that story, <laughs> the, the brethren they were very upset. <laughs> powerful testimony. The lady was going to buy something, and. Um, a man in a very nice car pulled by the side and was asking the, the seller of the item um, direction to a certain location. And the lady was talking by heart, anyhow. So the lady was going to buy the thing, was like, oh, don't talk like that. And then turned to the man. The man said, do you know this? I know this, so I can take you there. And they sat the man's car, took the man to the place the man was looking for. And then the man began to talk to her about business and then told her that you would like to see her again. He gave her a card. And then the next day or so, the man made him made her meet him somewhere, and the man drove her to a car garage. That's not the man from anywhere. And the man told her, pick any car you want. The lady was confused. And then she said, Oh, if she picks a big car, she wants to do business. Pick any car, Cheroba. Her sister picked a Kia. That small one. It's a, you know, it's a testimony. Now, the man buys the car for her, pays for everything, including registration and everything, paid. From that day till date, when he calls the man's line, the can be reached. And the person that shared this testimony is real life. It happened in a church in just Nasinia and Che. God will do something for you. You are sending things away. Be there. Don't let anybody deceive you. That the days of manna has passed. Please don't let the world deceive you. We are not saying don't work. Work! But Prophet Adam just said, I saw a testimony on, on his status just yesterday. We were having a prayer meeting and he made a statement about God shall give you manna. A married woman, the husband called, said he wanted some food and she didn't have money. You have money in the house. There's no money anywhere. So she went to her bag after the prayer to go and you know see her. She has an envelope for uh, inflows and outflows. Only for her to open the envelopes and there was money inside. Monies. New notes. This is just yesterday. You see, you see, the world is getting so well, they are making you think you are the world. So when we stand and we tell you that the Lord shall open special door, you don't say amen because you feel that everything you must do it by your mind. Be there. The supernatural is still at work. Don't be carnally minded. When I said it, the brethren were very upset. Now I told them that what the lady chose is how far she can see. And there are some of you here. God will not bother to bring a person who will say, let me give one million dollars because you'll be confused. You might tell the person, just give me. One thousand dollars. I'm okay with that. Can I say something? The heavens have been opened. Open heavens is a must. But what will you be doing when the open heavens open? I keep saying here most times that if you bring me one million dollars, it's finished because I have finished the money before it comes. Why? 
I have things written down that I have uploaded into my spirit. If you make mistake and ask a pastor, I want to bless him money. How much money should I give you? Be careful. You might go bankrupt. Are you with me? You go bankrupt. <laughs> I can still see the things in my head. I can see them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. It's finished. Because as I'm looking, the one million dollars finished by the fourth. Like, like the third line. Asa. Asa. And they are all not for myself. They are for impact. And so. I mean, you're that way back home, my bishop. Back here was revenue. You have a question for me. In my hair, you have my this. Hello. You want to build auditorium. And when you come, you don't want to go home. And in the auditorium, there are restrooms. You can rest and go to work tomorrow. Let me count here. Not any kind of room. I mean room. I keep saying, if you give one million dollars, it's finished. It's finished. It's finished. I'll come and share the testimony soon. Amen. How that God realized that he has to start from $10 million small as pocket money. Yes. It's a lot to do. Yes. But if you cannot imagine it now, you're not ready for the provision. As far as your eyes can see. Now let's end on this scripture. Numbers. I hope you're blessed. Have you understood anything I said? Is it a blessing? Hallelujah. I remember some years ago, one of my brothers, we came to us when MJ Grant. And then he told me, he said, oh, um, so the way people are going, just give yourself like 10 years and plan to move from the hotel. So I was so surprised because I didn't expect him to talk that way. Even the background he comes from. I, I think after that year, the next year, no, no, then we came here. You understand me? No man knows your limit until you decide to design your limit. No man knows your limit until you decide to design your limit. Your unlimited God never made you limited. This body is not for limitation. It's so that you can interact with this world. But your possibilities are unlimited. Numbers 13, 25, 33. I'm going to end on that scripture. We'll take the announcement. I'll pray for us, and then we go. Hallelujah. And the return session of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel. Now, uh, 12 people were sent to go and spy the land. They were sent, you know, uh, uh, by God's servant to go and spy, Moses to go and spy the land that God had promised to give to them. So she go and check the land out, see how the land is and everything. So 12 from each tribe of Israel. Israel had 12 tribes. So they picked one, one, one from each tribe to go and check out the land. For example, maybe you want to buy a property, which we're going to do in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe you want to buy the Accra Mall. Yeah. What mean what forms are? You say you want to buy the Accra Mall. There's this man of God, um, Dr. Bill Winston. Huh? One day he went to see the mall in their, in, their, in their city. 
and he told himself, I will buy you. Came back after three years or so and bought them all. We are building our faith. We are coming there. I said, we are what? So let's ask him to go and buy them all. And then we say, okay, um, how, many, how many families do we have in this church? How many families do we have? How many are we? We have five. We say, okay, let's pick one, one people from each family. Go and survey Accra Mall, check out a few things there, and then bring us reports. So that's what's happening here. Good. So, and to all the congregation of children of Israel, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word from them, and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. Let's go on, sir. And they told him, and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people, <laughs> they speak PG for you, the people be strong, <laughs> that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and, and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Now, the descendants of Anak were giants. I mean giants. Let's go on. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Continue, sir. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it. For we, we were able to overcome it. So you see, these people, the 10 people are, are giving that report we read earlier on. So the land is nice. Nice there is nice. But forget taking it. Because the Anaks are there, Amalekites are there, Jebusites, all the side sites and the termites are all there. We, we, the squad is there. We can't, the walls are huge. So forget it. Forget it. And then Caleb gives us, no, we are able. Now listen, they again spoke, but the men now with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants. Let's just say, Nonsense. And all the people that we saw in it were men of great stature. Now, if you say that the land eaten the people, now I'm, I'm reading this thing as a layman reading it. If you say the land eaten the people, then how are people still there? He said, and the men of a great stature. Let's go on, sir. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were. Now, people of God, this view is not that maybe the giants of Anak say, hey, people, you are grasshoppers. No. They know. They know. They view this and say, no, we. We, we are grasshoppers. And that's how we are in their side. only picture, the imagination that this other ten had was gossipers against giants. That's why they said we cannot. But Caleb says we are able. Why? Caleb's 
confidence was not in himself, but the fact that God told them that land I have given, given. God didn't say I will give you. He said I have given to you. And I said, our ability to conquer is not in our ability. For us, we are unable. But there is one, the captain of Israel's host, Jehovah Mikadeshi, the El Elyon, the one that took us out of Egypt, opened the Red Sea with ease, gave us water from Mara. That is what Bela became sweet. The God that gave us food in the wilderness. That God, see, he has given us land. That's all the picture we are seeing. These guys are not giants. They are ants. Spell giant. Take out G-I. What do you have? That's what I see. If I'm seeing ants, then I can take it. The imagination can stop God in your direction. God is almighty. You can do all things, but you can make God all small in your direction because of what you are seeing. Most times, everything you go through is for the devil to kill your ability to see what God is saying. But if you can kill it, that's the end. Oh, God says to Jeremiah, What do you see? He said, I see an almond tree. God said, You have seen well. You have seen well. I will hasten my word to perform. When I look at this church, I see a mega church. I see a powerful children's department. I see a vibrant youth ministry. I see an annual meeting where branches and their pastors are coming together. I see when you are seen like this, you can never accept small as your reality. No. You won't. And you know why you will pray? What you are seeing. What you are seeing and what you are seeing, they are not the same. So you will pray. You will pray so much that God will align you, discipline you, correct you, put you well, so that your actions, your decisions, and everything can make what you have seen to be what you will see. You are designed to be a creator. And every creator first has an imagination of something before your hands bring it to work. It's what you must see. Today, I want to encourage you. Beginning from today, begin to see. Those of you that are yet to give birth, begin to see your children. See what? The woman came to church and then they married for years, no child. And the man of God preached on faith. And talk about the, the acts of faith. That if you are here, you don't have your child, go and start buying things. Go and start buying things. Wake every morning. Go and feed your child. Hey. People are laughing. and say, amen, amen. Amen, amen. That woman decided to go and do it. Went to town. Said she wanted a baby girl. Went to town. Bought baby things. Painted the room. The color that can fit the baby girl. And then, she would come in the morning and come and play with her imaginary baby. <laughs> oh, boy. After a while, one day she was feeling uneasy. She went to check. She was months pregnant. You see, these things are no jokes. I told you my story when I was in Kenaland. 
before I went to Kenan, when I see that big or that, that that was the biggest auditorium in the world. 50,000 seater auditorium. Can you imagine it? Just imagine it. Stadium is how many, how many seater? 40,000. This is 50,000. So look at stadium, add 10,000 to it. That's how big the place is. And one day, I sneaked into the auditorium and then stood on the, on the altar. When it's kidding me, I'm not watching. And I held the pulpit and I looked around. I said, before I leave this campus, this place, I'll minister. And I walked away. Then I started programming myself. Every Friday, I was fasting and praying, fasting and praying. Oh, I went to that campus in 2002. By 2004, I was on the altar, ministering. In 1992, that's when I saw Mr. for the first time. I was a young boy, came for a crusade in Kumasi. And I looked at him, and I said in my heart, one day I'll sit at this man and have a chat with him. 2002, I was in his office. <laughs> uh, your experiences stop when your experience of imagination stops. time I saw Rene Kufuado, he was not a president. He was not. He was an, I think he was the interior minister also, those times. For some reason I saw him and I was like, no, oh, one day I'll meet this man. In 2011, I did a worship program at Golden Tulip. He was sitting there. I was going to do closing prayer. I said, oh, lift your hands, everybody. He said, ah. I said, come on. I don't know I was dealing with the president today. What are you seeing? Somebody being helped here. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? <laughs> what are you seeing? You want to travel around every nation in this world? Go and buy a map. Go and buy a globe. Place in your room. Put it at the hall. Where you can pass on every day. You pass a hand. Australia will be here soon. Pass on it. Pass on it. Just walk on it. Walk and come. You look crazy, but that's how it is done. Don't you realize? Have you not realized that all these creators, those who are designed, they don't dress well? Most times they don't even shave their hair. They don't have time. What they are thinking they want to produce, they don't have time to bath. They are consumed by the imagination they are seeing. They be consumed by the future you are seeing. You see, when you can see the future, even your offering will be different. Your tithe will be different. Because that's what you are seeing. It must come to pass. I can't, you see, the, 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 the presence of depression and frustration is loss of sight. You can't see anymore. You're becoming blind to what is happening. But if you can see, who for the joy that was set before him, the joy set before him. Father, thank you. Move from glory to glory. Hallelujah. I am moving from glory to glory. I can see my future. It is beautiful. It is glorious. I am taking steps into it by the hand of God, by the power of God. I'm distinguished. I'm distinguished. Lift your voice and thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Bless the Lord. 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 Bless the Lord.
Father, to open our eyes one more time. Your eyes be opened. 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 In the name of Jesus. Look at me. On Thursday, I don't know if I'm not teaching or bishop, but I'm sure that the teacher is going to go in the direction. Normally, we, we, we talk and I share with you what I've talked about, and then we know what to do next. So I'm sure on Thursday we're going to go deeper into this. Come and learn how to change your imagination drive. And put a new one there. How to feed your imagination. Hallelujah. Sometimes it might require you to travel. Just to go and see so you can have better materials to, to imagine. But as of now we are talking there. The materials are using for imagination. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah. Sometimes you travel not because... Uh, you know, there's this man of God, Apostle um, Arume. There's a program B in Lagos. It's called um, Wapbek by Pastor um, Poju. Now, do you know that Apostle Arume used to go to the program and sit at the corner, enjoy the program. Then last year, he was the guest. And people of God, he preached almost like, almost like six times. If you believe that God is put in you, a desire to change governmental issues. Start visiting the flag staff house. Start going there. View the place and look at the place carefully. And now begin to do cut and paste. Take the president out and then put your head there. Oh, are, are you here at all? As another child, Pastor said, and he talked to me about a company he worked in before. And where the company was located was somewhere behind the President Kofado's house currently at Nima, behind. So their new boss came, who was sent there newly, and he was like, no, we can't be here. It can't be a global company behind it, behind this place. Sometimes your location cry will affect how you see. How you see. He said, he said that, what, what, the, the guy said that we, we, we were in our own site as gatherers, and so we were their sight. <laughs> I seen it. So people are talking about you is what you are telling them to say. That's what they are saying. But you don't know you are telling them. Oh, are you getting this? That's the way you dress. Eh? You are dressed like what you see, not what you are. The men begin to address you in that light. Now, when all men are saying what you are seeing, it means that you have employed them unknowingly as your prayer partners. To prophesy your reality. The way you walk shows that you are not ready for life. Go to Ben Dabotech, buy a suit. Let them clean it. Find a tailor who is good at adjusting things. Adjust it for you. You don't have to not tie. I will teach you. Come, let me not tie for you. Come to church every Sunday. Wear your suit. Close this place. What are you seeing? 
You've always said as a banker, as a now you don't have a first degree. Wear the suit and come. Go on TV and find how do they work? You realize all those working in the bank, they, they have a way they work. But they are taught. Every profession has a way they behave. That's why some ministries still date. They have a, a course that trains their pastors. Check out all ICGC pastors. That's how they look. Check out every big church. That's how they look. There's a culture. You must walk in a certain way. Ah, when Joseph was brought to the prison, he was too prison to be a prime minister. The man was sharp enough to change his look to fit the palace before he was called there. If you believe that what you are seeing is God telling you, start changing how you look. You are too shabby. You are not ready for great appointments. We are don't care too much. And wow. And wow. And wow. For the reason, ha, for where you are going to, start behaving that way. Behave that way. Are you with me? Are you with me? Sometimes when as a pastor, as a pastor, I come and tell you, choir, wear this, wear that. You see, when a leader gives an instruction, it's not, it's what, what he sees, not what you are seeing. And you see, anytime you fight leadership, it means you are blind to what they see. What you should do is that you pray for God, give the spirit of that leader to see what he's seeing. You start al- align yourself. Uh, I don't know if you are with me. Are you with me? Hallelujah. There was a day I announced in this church, Thursday service, let's just pray. Let's dress well. Oh, some of you didn't see any sense in it. See, came where you are. Ah, and you want you want somebody to come to your church? I tell you, you go and they don't come. Because we are not creating that atmosphere. Oh, you don't like this. You don't like this. How you are behaving now shows what you are seeing. You want to be married, but you are too girlish. There's no wise woman in you. How you carry yourself like you have no vision. And you are praying. You are praying to be what you what you don't even have in you. You have no respect. Every man is a is a boy for you. You look down on them. The torture made you look down on him. And you want a man. How can you get a man? can't you want celebration around you all the time then look celebrating understand years ago years ago I said to myself Lord keep building me that I can be on the same program with Dr. Tabel T.D. Jakes on the same program we'll be there and I'll preach they'll preach too it shall come to pass I come to pass. One day I went to one meeting, I did a program and I'll speak. When I was done, when he came, ah, are you Dr. Tabel's son? I said, no, say, the wisdom is like him. I said, huh? Uh, Boba. Uh, Boba. Ilaba sonakarapala. Resuna baharaba. Eperekusa. Don't you realize anyone that is dreaming, he looks off from the society? Nobody believes you until it's time manifested. I saw a picture. And the picture was in two, two, you know, two, um, what you can say? Two, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a first, second view. The first one, they've written, when you have a vision, and there's only one guy in the studio, look at the picture. 
showing that when you have a vision, you're always lonely. Nobody supports you. Then the second picture was the whole city was full. So when you have accomplished, that's the truth. So the only person you need, aside your father God, to support you and give you fans is you and your imagination. Stop being angry. People don't support you. Forget they are not supposed to support you. Especially in Ghana, forget it. I know where I'm going to. I can see it. There are some things you must get, not because you need it. But your Jesus you're talking about, men must see it because of it. Jesus said that you have to raise this guy up, alright? Just for their sake, not me. Not their sake. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Let's take the announcement and then I'll come in in part as we close. I hope you are blessed today. Give the Lord a clap offering and praise Him. Please have your seat to the glory of God. Hallelujah. This is Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are glad you made it to church this morning. And we know that you have been imparted to live a majestic Christ life. Amen. Please, if you weren't here when we're taking the offertory, the tithe, kindly raise your hand. So give you opportunity. Please, if you have your tithe too, you can come forward as we call the rest of pastor. Today is your first time worshiping with us. Kindly be on your feet so we give you a special welcome. Hallelujah. Please let's go out. to go. You see the, the handsome man sitting on my left? Please take that seat there. Someone will come and attend to you. Amen. Our themes for the year. 2022. Majesty 2022. My royalty in expression. Job 37, 21 to 23. Our theme for the month of June is creativity, creating my world. Amen. Amen. And, and from Thursday, we've been learning a lot. Yes. Please, let's work in it. Amen. Our service days, Tuesday special impartation service is from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. There will be a special time of prayer 
and impartation. Hence, we are all entreated to be part. Amen. Amen. Thursday teaching service is also from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Please note, this Thursday service will be an amazing time in the word and in the operation of the Holy Spirit. Sunday glory service, pneumatology with the bishop. It's from 7.30 a.m. Sorry, to 8.30 a.m. And the service continues at 8.30. It doesn't start at 8.30. Amen. Upcoming programs. Fasting, fasting, fasting. Our 14 days fasting and prayer will be happening on Monday, 27th June. No, no. Monday, 27th June to Sunday, 3rd July. Please save the dates. But you can start, you know, like you can start tomorrow prepping yourself. No. July, 14 day fast. So after we break on the 3rd of July, and then we, we eat small, then we continue. Monday, 18th July to Sunday, 31st July. Amen. Do self-praise. The theme is my testimony. Luke 21 verse 13. It's Sunday. It's Saturday 11th June. So they're coming Saturday. Right here in this auditorium. Please, once it is happening here, then you have to be here. It is our program. Amen. And it's starting at 4.30 p.m. prompts. Please, all kingdom workers are meeting briefly to pray. There will be no family meeting today. And all men. Please, are there men here? Oh, are there men here? Some of you are smiling, though. Are there men here? Please, you are meeting the resident pastor after service. God bless you. See you on Tuesday for a power-packed service. Amen. Hallelujah. The rain is falling. Uh, Amen. Praise God. Uh, Where are you going to? The rain is falling. Somebody shout creativity. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Hallelujah. Your mind will see. Your eyes will see. You will walk into it. Rise to your feet and take these blessings. You will walk into it. In the name of Jesus. I speak over every business person, entrepreneur here. I decree that your eyes begin to see possibilities, opportunities. In the name of Jesus. 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 I decree that you have the boldness to take the steps. In the name of Jesus. How many of you will accept it that... You don't need capital to start business. Are you sure? Are you sure? So what do you need? You need what? Ideas. And that is that is vision. That is vision. That is vision. Re- receive that boldness. I decree and declare anything that makes you feel you can't do it, I bind that thing from your spirit. 
I, I bring your mind under the control of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Give me third John verse 2 as I pray. I'm still praying for you. I'm still praying for you. As soon as I'm done, and you want to vanish in the rain, vanish. But if I see you here, after one hour, we'll do another service. Amen. Can we have a third John verse 2? Hallelujah. There's something that they make us do in motivational speech. And I think they stole it from the Bible, of course. They will tell you to go and have a dream board. And so you, you will go and cut images of things and then you put there. And you tell to put it in front so you always be looking at it. And it's a scriptural. It's a scriptural. It's a scriptural. Are you with me? It's a scriptural. Hallelujah. You must be the one to dress kings and priests. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul. Now, he did not say even as your spirit prospers. Even as thy soul. And because when your soul is not advancing, you can't advance. And you know what is in the soul, of course. Your mind. Our minds. Oh, your mind is working at the frequency of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I was telling somebody recently that having four cars is not a luxury. Not at all. It's not. Anything that is luxurious to you now shows where you are now. That's the truth. Are you with me? That's what. There are some people, you know, going to the US and coming, they go in three days and come back. Like, so you pray like one hour, one year for visa to be stamped. No, they, they go three days, they come. I know of, uh, there's this man in Nigeria, one of the millionaires in Nigeria. Uh, he was in the US. And then he, he flew his, himself and the daughters to Dubai to go and eat, take breakfast. And then they flew back home. Because they, they missed something they like eating there. So they flew there. They get, and then they flew back to go and take breakfast. You see, for you and I, if we are in any way in our mind, say, ah, that's a waste of money. Is the level of the poverty that we are in right now. That's what I say. Uh -huh. But as soon as we advance beyond it, you realize it's not a luxury. Oh, are you here with me? I see you walking the reality of who you are in Christ. Your mind will not stop you. Shout aloud, amen. I don't care the background you're coming from. I decree and declare. Because God has brought you into his family, you begin to think like God. You behave like God. Can I hear louder? Amen. statement and I know Ghanaians who say the man is arrogant but kind of I agree with him he told the interviewer it is expensive to invite me 
He says, explain it by to me. And he said, in my church, where I am privileged to start a church, my equipments alone are $300,000. And most times, tell the truth, most times, eh, the people who come who are, who are humble are those who won't talk. But those that say what they are, we say they are arrogant. Hallelujah. $300,000 for his equipment. It's like in a studio because I'm a musician. That's how I must be. So if my equipment is alone, 300000 how much do you give me? Don't invite me. Let me stay in my church and pastor. I enjoy their crowd that's coming out. And then I saw something in passing. Sometimes I go on social media and check some few things. There's this guy in Nigeria called Bernard Boy. He's a musician. There's a guy in interviewer from South Africa called uh, Trevor. Trevor Noah Trevor, sorry. In the U.S., he's in the U.S. He was interviewing this guy. And at the point, he just said, ah, there's something about you Nigerians. You are very different. And he asked him what he said. He said, Nigerians, you know, Nigerians are bold. They are that. Because he, I think the guy was like, um, uh, that he has made it. Because even Beyonce put a portion of his DNA in his AU. Then he was like, yeah, she has to put it there. He's like, you see, because I'm talking about Nigerians. They are so bold. And he said, I know you're doing well. So of course, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. He said, huh, see, Nigerians. He said, the average African will go like, oh, we are trying. And that's the truth. Yeah, most of that's what that's what we do. Because why you're so I'll say, there be a minute, it's going to be They made you cry, hey, they. When Mrs. Tabina, it's here, it's here, I mean, it's here, 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 but you see, our system is such that as soon as you say it, but I want you and I to come to a place in this nation. The way nowadays you are looking, your money has come. Don't say, hey, no, we we even what to even drink, Christ. God, though. And he says, that's, what, that's humiliation. So, yeah, yeah, the money has come. The money has come. Yeah. The money has come. And said, then give me a thousand dollars. Say, let me ask my advisors if it, it can be released now. They're in portfolios. And they are fixed deposits. It takes a while for them to arrive. Hallelujah. That's how. That, come on. They said Jesus Christ. Are you the king? Say, you said it yourself. <laughs> Jesus, come on. Say, I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth. What are you talking about? If you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you would die. See, this guy's arrogant. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. I'm the reason why my village people has become a city now. I am the reason why there's no there's no single parent suffering in Ghana. I am the reason. Oh Jesus. We are blessed. Shout me, I'm blessed. Now look at me, place your hand on your head and say this after me. As you say in the name of Jesus, I have the mind of Christ. I have the capacity of Christ. From today, I will not limit my imagination. I have the spirit of God. 
So my imagination is as creative as my father. From today, I think positive. I see positive. I see possibilities. I am not limited. The sky is not my limit. It's my beginning. Clap your hands and shout if you can. Shout. I need you to shout. I need you to shout.